Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast. I'm Josh Miles. This podcast, before, during, after, is run on the side of my team wear brand, Goosey Sports. Goosey Sports provides playing kit and leisure wear for all sports. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Before, During and After. Today I am joined by Dean, the owner of the famous and world-renowned NRL Roast Instagram page. Dean's actually the first non-professional athlete that I've had on the podcast, but as I touched on in season two, I wanted to grow the audience and get some people on of interest. Mate, before we even touch on your page, um, firstly, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Um, we only live around the corner from each other, but we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll touch on that. And yeah, I guess for the people listening, um, can you just give a, a bit of an introduction on yourself, mate? And uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Yeah, thank um Appreciate your time and um, having me on too, Josh. Um, I really, really do appreciate it. It's like somebody, um, you know, people want me to want me to come on and talk footy and stuff. And it's, it's sort of good to, to jump on and talk about the page and, and myself, which I haven't done um too much of and uh it's sort of just good and different but um i'm going well mate and um here in old old little old parks got a little bit of rain happening at the moment so even though we do uh live around from from each other this is um 2021 isn't it where we have to record it via zoom so yeah um still still fun and engaging so yeah no i'm going well thanks mate yeah perfect mate perfect so obviously yeah um born in the central west mate uh tell us a little bit about yourself growing up uh, your sports, your interests, and yeah, let's get to know Dean. Yeah, so um, I don't tell too many people in parks that I was actually born uh, down the road about 20 minutes in Forbes. Um, yeah, so um, keep that quiet that I'm a, I'm a swampy, but um, no, nah, growing up, I played footy for footy for par. I lived here since I was um, about 12 years old, 11, 12 years old, so I'm considered a local now after after all these years, but um, yeah, no, born, born and raised in in Forbes, New South Wales, in the Central West, home of the uh, Forbes Magpies. Uh, lived there, did some schooling there before I um, moved up to uh, the Hunter. I was up in um, Musselbrook and Aberdeen for a little bit as a as a junior. Uh, played a bit of cricket um, as a kid before uh, moving back home to, to Forbes for a couple of years where I, um, I found the passion for uh, rugby league and um, started started playing that around uh, 9, nine ten. Um, played for a couple of years. Mum was a bit scared. She didn't want me to didn't want me to play it. But um, when we moved to parks, I was lucky enough that uh, one of her best friends signed me up. Knowing my size, I was always a big boy. She uh, she signed me up to um, uh, the local team here, the Parks Spaceman, and uh, played some junior footy here and um, played up until – Till 18, 19, um, and then uh, jumped fences and, and joined the Boars and, and spent about uh, 10 years with the uh, playing a bit of union um, and played about 10 years there. So, yeah, um, been around the traps, played a few with a few different teams. Um, when I was a, uh, an adult, I moved up to Port Macquarie and played played with a uh, club up there in, in the Hastings League, um, played a bit of footy up there and mucked around, come back home, played for Yagara for a little bit. Um, but yeah, just love footy growing up. Um, you know, fell in love with it from a very young age and, and stuck with it and, and yeah. Yeah. Sweet. And like I said, and, and you touched on the beginning, mate, like I didn't want to bring you on and, and, and simply just talk footy. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's a lot more to it. And obviously how I ever got in contact with yourself is, is what you're doing obviously over social media. And I guess, yeah, it's, it's just so impressive. The, the growth you've had, I guess. How does somebody from a small country town 
get into it? Where, where did it all start with, with the page? Um, so, what I mean, um, when I got back involved with the the senior rugby league team here, I um, noticed that like they had some Facebook groups and, and things like that, but they weren't really taking advantage of of social media. So, I actually started a it was like a supporters page, and it was just you know throwing out highlights and um, score updates and stats and funny videos, memes, things like that, and the boys were really, really good and engaging with it. And um, all the, all the club, like the, the girls and the, and the junior under 18s were, were really good with it, doing some uh, media, you know, talking stuff that the other clubs around our area and, and local clubs around New South Wales and Queensland weren't, weren't sort of doing. And yeah. I was like, Oh yeah, there's a bit of a bit of an Avenue here. So I started with that and built that page up and it became the actual official page mm-hmm. for the club. And yeah. um, we you know, we were doing score updates all the time, um, stats, um, getting out there. And eventually from that, like, you know, we had a few other people come on board so I could I could drift off and didn't have to do too much, especially because I was involved in the game day stuff as well. So um, it made it a little bit easier. But then I was like, oh, you know, maybe I can do some stuff for myself. And um, around, you know, the NRL, um, you know, follow that every weekend and watching it. And I noticed there was some, meme pages getting around and I was like, Oh, maybe I could, you know, do something like they're doing. And um, yeah, I started making just video memes. There was a few pages in um, America, like Bleacher Report um, and and NBA memes and things. I was like, Oh, I took some inspiration from them and started doing some head swaps. And the very first one I made was one back in 2016, I think. And, and it got picked up by Bo Ryan on the footy show. Yeah, well, so I was like, oh, you know, maybe I have got a knack for this. So I continued making it um, to the point where I was like, you know, I'm making it for other people. I want to start doing it for myself. So just started a page just out of boredom. I had um, my eldest daughter um, was really young and I took some time off uh, work. I was a I was a bank manager for, for 10 years and just took some time off and spent with her and started mucking around with her and it gave me a bit more time to do it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to get creative and throw throw some stuff out there. And within like the first six months, I went from zero to like 50,000 followers on Facebook. It just blew up. So I was like, oh, you know, maybe I've, I've got a knack for this. I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah, wow. And um, yeah, so that, that's how I sort of got into it. Um, just for the pure love of the game, um, the actual love of supporting my local town, you know, local footy and um, getting trying to promote them. So try and get them and their name out there. And that was a way of doing it. So, and that's how I sort of fell into it. Yeah, perfect. So, had you done much? Did you just sort self-taught content, just all well, YouTube, everything like that? Or basically, if I if I wanted to do something, I would just YouTube it. I would I would say, you know, I want to I want to make that guy's mouth move. I want to, um, you know, how do I Photoshop this head on someone else, or you know, how do I um, animate an arm to do this, or, or whatever it is. And um, I'll just YouTube it, spend, watch a 10-minute tutorial, go and do it, try and do it again, try and do it again to get better. And then, you know, until I was a little bit of a perfectionist when it comes to some things, I've let that go a little (laughs) bit now because it's you you sort of realise you don't have to spend too much time on it. But um, uh, yeah, I just, I'd look it up on YouTube and just go, hey, I want to do this. Whatever it was, I I would work out the, terminology for it that was probably the hardest thing is like 
you know, we call it a head swap now, but I was like, oh, how to put someone's head on someone else. Like now you just Google like head swap and there's like a million tutorials for it. But, you know, five, six years ago, it wasn't, it was a bit harder to find out this information, but yeah. um, yeah, So that if I wanted to learn something, it was just YouTube. So yeah, all self-taught. I haven't done any, any courses or, um, you know, I didn't do anything at school around this or anything like that. It's all YouTube, internet. Yeah. So, so zero to 50,000 followers is firstly unbelievable, but the page was started, what, 2016, 2017, was it? Early, early 2017. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess pulling it back a little bit when, when he, when he started it, did you ever imagine that growth? Did you think it was going to be something long term, or if you if it was long term, what what was the what was the picture at the time? I'm sure that'll change every year now. But what, when you set it up, did you just say I'll just do this for a bit of a laugh, or you wanted yeah. an outcome? Yeah, no, I didn't really have anything in the back of my mind. It was more an avenue just to get my creative, yeah, I suppose you know a place to put my creative thoughts out there. Yeah. Um, when uh, so about six months prior to me starting my own page. I was I from that video that I'd done that got shown on by, by Ryan. I was I got asked to do some stuff for some other pages. So then I was just making content and throwing it out for them. And I I saw the growth they were having compared to other pages. Yeah. So I knew that this type of content was you know good and um, you know people would like it and engage with it. So when I first started, I, I knew it would probably take off, not to the extent that it did so quickly. Um, like I said, yeah, I think it was 50,000 the first six months. But after that, it sort of, yeah, tapered off. Um, but it's, it's still been a steady growth. Um, yeah, I think I've got, what are you setting on now? Yeah, I think it's a bit over three, like over, um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and, and Twitter. I've only got about like 8,000 on, on Twitter, 160 on Instagram, and 140 on Facebook. Now, I know like, you know, I have both a Facebook and Instagram and if I like a page, I like them on both. So it's like, it's not 300,000 people, but it's, it's the, you know, 300,000 followers, but you know, it could be like half that in people. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure. So you're modest, still, you're modest. Humble. Yeah. I'm like, I'm I still find it hard to talk about. Like you feel like you're bragging. You feel like you're going, Oh, you know, I've got so many followers. My, and my wife goes, Oh, you're an influencer. I'm like, shut, you know, shut the fuck up. I'm not an influencer. <laughs> it's got such a bad, um, you know, taste to it when someone says influencer, but Ultimately, that's that's what you are. When you throw a news news clipping out, you're influencing what people are seeing and, and hearing, and and sometimes what they're what they're going to think about, you know, a certain event or game. So you do have to be careful what we uh, what we say and what we put out there because, as bad as the term is, yeah, you are an influencer. So yeah, yeah, I guess um, you are, mate. Then. <laughs> I guess you're you're obviously expanding the page again now a little bit with with your own podcast, um, which I've been really enjoying actually. It's um it's not the same as every other footy podcast. What was the um the thought process when when you thought you'd you'd start that up, and what did, what outcomes did you want from that? I suppose it's hard, like running a football page. People they want more football content, but yeah. I know there's better people out there to talk football than me. Like I don't. Like I said at the start, I, I don't particularly like talking too much football. The reason being is because in the back of my head, I'm like, why would someone want to sit there and listen to me talk football when they can put, listen to someone that's much you know, better educated, better um, around the game um, compared to me? So 
the idea was, hey, let's talk to people that I'm influenced by, that the creators out there, the people doing other podcasts, the people that are um, creating content, the stuff that we engage with through social media isn't just, you know, the, a person running the page. It's not just them doing it sometimes. Sometimes they have a, a team of people behind them running, um, making graphics, um, writing jokes. You yeah. know, some pages have a team behind them. It's not just one person. So it's to get to know those people behind. Like, you know, when you look at Matthew Johns on the on his uh, Matty Johns show, it's not yeah. just him writing all the jokes. He has producers and uh, writers and things like that. So there's a lot of people behind the scenes that don't get the recognition. Yeah. And so I'd love to have a chat with them and get their stories out there. Um, you look at like Parramatta Eels, their social media games just gone next level this this year. And it's because of um, creators out there like Jane Mortimer and uh, Lewis Bocco who are who are there creating that content. So it's like, hey, let's let's get in and talk to those guys. How did they get in that position? How are they creating that content? So that other people can go, oh, okay, well, if I want a job at the Parramatta Eels in five years' time, this is what I've got to do to get it. Or if, yeah. you, if you know, if you want to start this page like like me and do something, and this is how you do it, and this is what you've got to be looking at and creating and doing. So it's to really get those people behind the scenes. Um, a lot of people that you know don't have that social media uh, exposure, and, yeah. and sort of get yeah. them out there and get them so people know who they are. Yeah, and and that's brilliant, mate. Because I guess like obviously my podcast most of the time I'm talking with professional athletes and sharing their journey or few stories on, on how they got there. But then obviously when I started season two, I, I kind of had that same thought process, you know, like someone that's done something like, like yourself, like you can share your story. Do you know what I mean? And it, and it, and it just progresses from there. And one thing I, I want to touch on and get across in this podcast, you've t- you, and uh, I know you're humble, but as you've said there, a lot of, pages that are growing um they've got big teams behind them and i think when people see uh, the nrl roast with you know the three hundred thousand followers they see a lot of a lot of people in an office punching out content to all of the day but realistically um and correct me if i'm wrong but it, it's just you behind the behind the page it is uh, like i will give some credit i have had um a few people come in and out over the years um but Ultimately, they've just created a few bits of content here and there. It's not um, the actual running of the page. It's it's 99% me, um, and it's just me right now. So, um, yeah, I, I do look at, like, it was middle of last year we uh, got approached from, from someone uh, from a company that does social media engagement, and they said, you know, your page is doing really well. We want to show you, like, on, on charts and things like that how well it's doing. And um, they sent it out to me. I think I was ranked like six compared to other pages like the NRL, um, Fox League, NRL on nine, all these other huge like uh, Channel 7 and, and AFL, all these huge pages that have, you know, five, I, I don't even know. They might have 10 people working in content for them um, compared to me, just one guy in a shed in Central West. So um, to see that and see what it's, what it's done, what I've built from that by myself, compared to these big teams, these big companies that have not just social media exposure, they have exposure on television, um, people uh, in huge positions like ex-football players promoting their products. Um, To see, you know, myself uh, go from just a guy in a shed in the the Central West to to one of the biggest social media pages in sport in Australia is, is quite 
remarkable if if I'm you know to be un, unhumble for for a minute. Yeah, yeah, and, modest. And and another thing, um, people probably think. Um, obviously, you look at the brands that you've just mentioned. There, they are brands at the end of the day, and they money monetize everything. Another thing that you've done off, you've done this simply and 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 started it simply for love of love of the game. You know, is it, what's your your slogan from the fan for the fans? Is it? Yeah, but by a fan for the fans. So, yeah. Um, yeah, ultimately, I'm, I'm just a fan. And there we do sell, like, novelty shirts and things like that, but I don't promote it too much. I don't want to say, you know, you've got to buy this and and try and flog off anything. I don't have a product. My product is is entertaining the fans. Or, yeah. like, that's, you know, that's what the page is about. And I've done that for, you know, just, just under five years. And, um, and you're right, that is the difference between myself and majority of these pages is, you know, I'm, I'm passionate about it. I'm passionate about um, what the fan wants to see. Um, ultimately, I'm not doing it for any other reason, I'm not trying to flog off products, not saying, you know, you need to do this to, to keep supporting the page. As much as that would be, that would be great. It's uh, my main focus is to, to get that, um, keep the engagement up and, and keep entertaining the fans. Yeah. And, and, and the engagement on that page is, is cracking, mate. The content that you provide is um, is brilliant. And I think, I guess, before we go on to the humor side of things and that, like, what what's a day look like for you with the with the content? Obviously, you still you like we can talk about you provide obviously content for your job as well. Like you self employed and contract out to other big businesses. Is that right? Yeah. So um, I suppose just a little bit, bit to go back on on my work side. So. Uh, leaving school, I went into um, hospitality and, and retail. I did that yeah. for a few years before I went, uh, you know, I, I need a bit of a career. Went into banking. So I spent 10 years in, in banking. So while I was still Here as a bank town. manager, sorry? Here in town? Yeah. So I was, um, I started here at ANZ um, yeah. and then just as a, a shit kicker, as a, as a, a um, what do they call it? Like a apprentice. Yeah. And, um, did that as a, I was a teller, like, you know, just up there serving, talking to the people. And that's what I love, like customer service. I love talking to, talking to people. So um, did that for, for two years, became a personal banker. So I looked after people's, you know, um, their finances, their um, savings accounts and loans and things like that. Yeah. And then I took a job in, um, in Forbes, uh, moved over there. I just traveled over there each day, still lived in parks um for a few years as a as a senior personal banker so i was like you know assistant to the to the bank manager uh and then we had our eldest daughter and i was like you know i need to be eventually she's going to start going to school going to need to be home pick her up from school drop her off all that sort of stuff and i was leaving it you know early in the morning to get to forbes and then wasn't getting home till late so uh, i needed something else so i became a bank manager here at parks at uh, westpac yep i did that for five years i think it was like 2000 and 2012 to 2017 and no, no, sorry, 2019, um, 2014 to 2019. Uh, it was February. I remember the, the date exactly. It was February 7th. I um, got told I was made redundant um, at Westpac. And the very next day I got a phone call from a mate saying, Hey, we're looking for someone to do some content for our business. Would you be interested? And I was like, mate, perfect timing. Let's do it. Uh, I stayed on, even though I was made redundant, I did some casual work with them for the, like the next few months before I finished up. And in that time, I was sort of just doing a bit of a trial with content with um, some people. And then as soon as I finished up 
my work with Westpac. Um, I sort of went full-time uh, contractor with, with the company. So I, I run a business for myself from then, um, yeah. which is providing content for, for different people. So, you know, I've done real estate videos. I've done um, social media pages, food pages, things like that, creating and curating content for them to put out um, while at the same time just running my own my own little business. So what I've, uh, you know, I've built a business off, off this passion. So I can show no matter where you are, I'm, I'm in a small country town in a little shed out the back of my house yeah. can create a, yeah. you know, a huge business providing content for huge companies. Um, you know, yeah. if anyone's watching this, you can do it. So yeah, hundred percent, mate, hundred percent. And yeah. And I, and obviously I, I know what it's like. Yeah. Like, yeah, I guess some people don't really even, some people wonder what we're doing. Like, what are they doing with this side of things? And um, and some people really really support it, you know. And, and I guess um, seeing a success story like yours probably, like you said, hopefully helps uh, even if one or two people listen to this, mate. Um, it is it is hard. Like a lot of people don't, like don't understand social media. They don't understand the power of it. Yeah. Um, it, it's not until you actually you know you you sit back and take a look at. I'm I'm constantly on my phone. I'm constantly on the internet, um, looking at different forms of content you know feeding myself full of you know shows and things like that to try and get inspiration but it's not until you actually take a step back and look and go holy shit i threw something out today which had you know ten thousand people like that or yeah. you know it might have had eighty thousand impressions on certain accounts and you're like holy shit like yeah this is like i've just created something that might have taken 10 minutes to create i've thrown it out there but so many x amount of people have possibly seen this so it's yeah. It's massive it, when you it, think it about powerful. it sometimes. It's so powerful and, and people, people they're still only just starting to understand it. Um, so, you know, I suppose I'm in a bit of a privileged position where um, slaving away, doing it for free has, has earned me, you know, that, that privilege now. And, and hopefully I can help people go, you know, you can do it too. So. Yeah, mate. Um, and obviously your, your sort of content, mate, um, Obviously, there's some very funny sides to it. Um, is that is that was um, you find that's your best sort of content, the, the humor side of things? It's it's always been so. We've always done that humor um, since the very beginning. Um, just you know, trying to find an insight into a game or you know the game itself. Sometimes the players are at the expense of that. I, you know, without trying to offend them, you 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 want to you know if a player knocks on in some funny way or bombs a try you you sort of want to take the piss out of them but not to the point where they're getting abused on social media yeah you sort of want to go you know what they dropped the ball let's not go oh you're a shit player for dropping the ball you know let's liken it to something else and make people laugh about it and hopefully that player might see it and laugh about it too and then forget about it let's get over it and and i and i think and i obviously I, i follow the page um religiously like and it like you said you've hit the nail on the head there the, the humor is funny humor I, i'd say 99.9 percent people that play rugby or rugby league we all have a very similar sense of humor when you play in the game you know it, you knock the ball on you, you're pissed off for two seconds but after it you have a laugh you have a beer after the game and it's probably the funniest funniest moments do you mean when you laugh back at, you go to training on a tuesday and i know more than anybody that uh the first thing the boys do is you take the piss out of something that went wrong on the weekend. Do you mean that? Yeah. And yep. it's, the, it's their job. They move on to the next thing, you know? And, and I guess on the other side of it, now you've got such a following and yourself and other people do it so well with rugby league. 
Um, you you obviously get the odd dickhead that that's you know gives a bad story, but something you've been doing really well is sharing like the positives as well and putting the flip side on it. Um, is that something you'd like to see more of in social media moving forward? I think I think we are starting to see it. Um, I know I know like when I first started, you look at um, things things have changed over since I first started the page like five years ago. Um, you know, p- people look at it, it's it's called the roast. Now we got that that name um, from the Comedy Central roast, so yeah. where yeah. you know people get up and just take the absolute piss out of each other, like you said, like we do at footy footy training, games, game days, on the way home, on the bus, whatever it is. It's that sort of humour. It's, you know, roasting humour. So, um, but, you know, some people do take it too far. Um, even like, you know, on the on the weekend, I, I posted a video, which was, um, you know, Blake Ferguson holding his head and then jumping up real quick. And everyone knew it was, it seemed like he was faking it. It was actually so white, like, they got the penalty. We moved on from it, but I just posted it with some audio, which was actually taken from from a friend of mine, and um, I just thought it was perfect. It was a way to laugh about it without going, oh, you know, you know, he's a dog for for laying down. That's not what I was trying to do. It was just that, so hey, this music times in perfectly with what he what he did. But people are in the comments and they're putting the clown emoji. They're saying he's a grub, blah blah blah. And I just have to go through and just delete them all because it's just. Uh not worth it. I'd hate for that player to come along and see that and go thinking that was my intention to say yeah. that when, when it wasn't my, my intention was to go something funny happened in that game where he was clutching his head and then all of a sudden they get the, the penalty and then he jumps up and he's all ready to go. Um, I just wanted to poke fun at that. Yeah. That's yeah, all yeah. I wanted to do. Like, I didn't really care. I don't follow the team. Like I, I just wanted to have a laugh with it. Um, so there, there are some people that jump in the comments and go too far where like, you know, it sometimes makes you think, is it worth it? But I'm trying to get that, create that um, place where people can come there, have a laugh at the players, point out some of the positive things they do as well. So it's not just all, Hey, let's poke fun at them. If they're doing something off the field where they're, yeah. um, you know, spending time at a, at a hospital, the worst thing is you don't hear a lot of the, the stories of these players. Yeah, that's what I was getting. Good at. stuff that they do. And it's like, hey, if, if someone hears about it, send me a story, send me a photo. I'd love to post it and give them the recognition that they mightn't want, but they deserve sometimes. So, yeah, we do. I think I, I get it okay. Like good mix of both that humor and that positive and all the news as well. Um, you know, I, I've seen pages comment about my page saying, that I am doing it right. And then they've incorporated some of those elements into their pages and they're doing well now. So, you know, to see that I'm like, okay, well, obviously I'm doing it right. I am doing something, something good and fun and engaging. And until it gets to a point where it doesn't, I'll just, I'll give it up. But yeah. Yeah. And I, how good would it to be to see, sorry. Um, you know, like with pages like yourself, what's your mate over at, um, is it the rugby league guru? Obviously, the boys yep. are YKTR, um, and you like you look at that Corey Norman incident, for example, where they kind of called out the media at the moment with all the negative stuff, and like it, if it just became everything would be be positive, otherwise no one starts reading it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yep. I think um, there's there's ways of going about it, so it doesn't have to be all positive and it doesn't have to be all negative yeah. for, you know, you've got to find that good, good mix between where like if a player has a bad performance, 
you know, write an article saying they have a bad performance and, and oh, the reasons why. Yeah. Um, because I, that's not being harsh on the player. It's it's stating the obvious, you know. Yeah. Not every player is going to have a 10 out of 10 game. Sometimes they're going to have a piss poor game. Um, but, you know, we shouldn't be going, oh, they lost the game because of that bad performance. Well, it's a team game. Um, yeah. But on the same thing, on the, on the same opposite, you look at when a player does something really, really well and, like, comes on and wins the game, there's huge amounts of focus on them. And I'm like, you know, what about the, you know, what about the front row that's played, you know, yeah. 70 minutes and made 40 tackles just because he wasn't there on the winning play? It's like, you know, oh, let's let's clap the guy that kicked the winning field goal. And it's it's great to put them up in, in lights and I, and I like that. But it's like, you know, that's why I do sometimes I look at, you know, not just focus on the, the bloke that kicked the winning field goal. It's like, let's have a look at a, you know, gutsy performance, someone that's, you know, run 120 metres and made 40 tackles. Let's promote them and, um, you know, different different aspects of the game. Yeah, fuck, hundred percent, mate, hundred percent. And and like you said, you you can't you can't have um everything positive. Like like you said, people are gonna have bad games, and at the end of the day, it's their job, no different to any other job. Like it's gonna get called out. But I think it's just yeah, like you said, that more that gang mentality of pinning a player down and just all hammering him for that one thing, even even when it's minor. Do you know what I mean? I I find sometimes that they just go after the um. The, the same players as well, you know? Um, yeah. Like, like NRL isn't big back home. Obviously, I've lived over in these six years now and I just absolutely love it. Like, it's, no other sport comes near it. Do you know what I mean? And I, I've grown up watching rugby unions and, and, and breathed it since I was a kid, but nothing comes close to the NRL. And, uh, but like, that's the one thing you look, I look, I think I like the Broncos. And since I've come here, like Milford, I reckon every week there's been an article about him. Do you know what I mean? Like, and stuff like yep. that breaks me. It's like, yeah. there's, 30 blokes in a squad. He's I understand he's a, one of the most paid players, but every week he seems to get absolutely rinsed. Even if he's just had an average game, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I remember like the, the internet you went back about uh, Corey Norman and, and everyone sort of spoke up about that. Um I actually copped some flack over it and um he they, what they did look for anyone that doesn't know is um Corey Norman had had a bad game. He would have known he had a bad game. Um, but what uh, a page did was took all the negative comments from um, social media, especially Twitter, put them in a graphic, then posted it to social media themselves saying he's getting roasted tonight. So like, obviously I took it and went, oh, roasted, I can do something with this. Yeah. All the comments on their, on their post was really negative towards the people that like, posted it, the, the page that posted it. So I actually took all those comments, mocked, uh-huh mocked up what they did, put their logo in the middle and put all these negative comments about them. And I was like, um, yeah, you're right. Um, someone is getting roasted tonight, but it's not Corey Norman. It was something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. People come back at me saying, you shouldn't really be talking because of what you you know do about players and all that. I'm like, all I'm, all I'm actually saying is this page has gone about it and, and roasted a, or you know, put the negative focus on this one player. Yeah. Got a heap of negative comments themselves. So I flipped the flipped the coin and just shown, yeah, someone was getting roasted and, and it's not not this player. So just sort of highlighted. I wasn't saying what they did was right or wrong. Like my personal opinion is what they did was wrong. Yeah. Um, but my page is like, I don't think I've ever done something like what they had done. Yeah. Um, I, I admit I, when sometimes I get it wrong and, and when we do, if someone calls it out, I, I apologize. I put up a post saying, look, got that one wrong. Sorry, move on. Yeah. 
Um, if I've offended a player, I'll contact them, just say, hey, um, posted this, you know, hope you didn't take it the wrong way. Um, sorry if you did, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're human. We, we don't get it um, right all the time, but sometimes these bigger pages that you don't see that, you don't see uh, um, an apology from them when they get it wrong. They just delete it and sort of hope that people forget about it. Yeah, and that's the flip side again. And um, I guess there's something from the fans that they've got to improve as well because they're first to call out like the paper for doing it, but they're um, but they're then on their page uh, abusing one of their players because they lost, you know? I guess yeah, you've, exactly, just, yeah. you've just got to find that bringing happy medium. Like I, th- I think I was saying the other day when I talked to him that people were like, a, a, you know, like a school teacher, three kids, and inboxing the boys saying, go kill yourself because he missed a kick. Do you know what I mean like that's just yeah. mental? No. Yeah, t- yeah. You can't, you can't have that. No. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's mad, me. But um, I guess moving away from from the from the players a second, I and I didn't even know that thing about that Corey Norman story there. Um, and I wasn't <laughs> wasn't aiming it at you at all. But what have you had anything from any any shit from fans and that? Like when you've done them, any to the extreme, or or they're all just pretty much. Similar, just well, I, I do. I do like to push the boundaries a bit. Um, I think it's. Brilliant. I think I've grown. Yeah, I've grown up on on comedians that that um, like to push the boundary. Uh, and I'm not sorry. I'm not saying I'm a comedian. Don't take that out of context. Oh, he's um, in your in your bio. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, he's calling himself a comedian. No, but I take inspiration from comedians, obviously, um, and and guys that like to push your boundaries. Um, and you know, I, I'm a non-religious person. So I don't get get religion that much. I don't get the f- fanaticism that it is. So sometimes I've put up um, something like a, a a face on on Jesus or a face on a um, a God sort of character, and um, I've had plenty of people in the inbox going, you know, this is disgraceful, you know, and, and some really nasty stuff. I won't worry about repeating, but ultimately I, I'm I've been in the game long enough where people's words in a DM they don't phase me at all unless it's um, you know, they give me a really good reason as to why it might offend them. Like if you can constitute why it would, why I would need to take it down and, you know, um, have a discussion about it. But when people just come in and go, oh, you know, I hope you die, fucking rah, rah, rah. It's like, you know, obviously you've got something worse going on in your life than I do right now. So yeah, there, there has been some times when that's happened. I've had some players um, not agree with the the stuff that I've done and and I've had to sort of, Tell them like this is my intention. I'm sorry you didn't see it that way. Um, I'll try and do better next time. I apologize. Uh, but hopefully, you know, people sort of know that. And that's probably another reason why I've wanted to get my face out there a bit more. I've never shied away. Someone's ever asked who my name was. I've always said, "Yep, my name's this." I've never said tried yeah, to hide yeah, yeah, behind yeah. the roast. So I've always been open if someone wanted to know. But ultimately, I've always thought people just like the roast. They don't want to know Dean. I just want to know the roast and like the roast. So I'm yeah. hesitant to put my name out there. So that's why another reason why I started the podcast is to talk to people, slowly get my story out there. I, I would think, you know, as much as I appreciate you you putting me on here and, and giving me the platform, sometimes I think, you know, do people really want to sit there and listen to, to Dean talk for an hour? But hopefully some people do. And that's why I'll, I'll speak to people, other creators, and, and through them I'll get bits of my story out. So, you know, yeah. people can listen along, hear someone else's story, hear a bit about mine, and and yeah, yeah, no, nah, mate. And, and fuck, I've, I've probably turned that a little bit uh, into a, a bit of a, a downer of the conversation, but like I just wanted people to see it from from your side. And obviously, there is some some idiots out there, but then 
like I said, oh, earlier, no, it's, it's it's still a great point that you bring, like a great um, talking point because there are some real dickheads out there, and there are some real negative people out there that yeah. will just want to hate on things on the internet, and and a lot of social media can be really dark. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, like, you know, people. The good thing is, like with social media, you can curate it to your own liking. Like, if yeah, you don't, don't like don't something, follow the page. Yeah, if you don't like something, don't follow it. If if you don't like what someone says about you, block them. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not yeah. hard. You have the control over what you what. I don't understand people inboxing saying, oh, "I did I didn't like this," um, or "You're an idiot. This is stupid." And I'm like, "Well, why comment? Why like it? Why follow if you yeah. think it's dumb? Just unfollow and." Go find another page that suits your needs. You have that power. So, yeah, 100%. But uh, like I said earlier, mate, the, the, the reason uh, I, I talked on it is obviously there's the dark parts, but there's so many positives as well. Like you've got that platform now where you can share all the good stories. And that's what I like about the page. And that's kind of the way that I, that I wanted to go. You've got, a, you've got the humor side, which is my, my favorite part, and, and the platform to, to share the good stories as well. Yeah, so like, yeah, um, humor's always, like I said, been a huge part, and and I think it's you know people want to escape the. Sometimes life can be cruel, can be boring, can be, you know, sometimes you just want to lay on the lounge of a nighttime and jump on social media and watch a funny video or find a funny meme. You know, yeah. memes have taken over the world. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> almost every every brand now has a. Uh, social media manager or whatever to you know hey can you funny, can yeah. you relate to the kids mate and uh, even with my page like um obviously with the sports page or, or the podcast page which the podcast page is going a bit quicker but like I, i'll put something that i think fuck that's gonna go well but it's quite you know not serious but it's just you know t- talking about building a brand or something and then uh, you know it, it doesn't get picked up too much but then you put something with a bit of humor Fuck it, you know, and, it, and you know what it's like. It just goes off, and then you think, "Fuck, this is why I'm doing it." Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think, it's, like I said, it's just people want to sometimes escape, and there'll be times when I'll post something, and people will be in the comments, like they'll see it on TV, and then they'll come to my page. I've posted it, and they go, oh, "I knew as soon as I opened Instagram <laughs> that it'd be on here," and they'll be like, "Okay, well, I've done my job, you know. Like I've po- posted something that someone has wanted wanted to see and wanted to engage with." Yeah. So, you know, it's it's finding that, okay, if I'm sitting there, like I watch football differently, I suppose, to a lot of people. Yeah, Some people watch it and go, yeah, like people don't realise, like I'm sitting there when a try is scored, I'm not looking for what the players are doing. Like I'm, I'm sort of looking in the background, like, you know, someone in the crowd doing something funny, someone going off yelling, someone dropped a beer, or, you know, what's that ball boy doing? What's the referee? The referee's just falling over. Yeah. You know, all, you know, so many things to look at and, and try and find. It's it's crazy. But, um, you know, yeah, I do I do look at it a little bit differently than the average average punter. And and what I love is how quick you get it up as well. Like you're always the first, always the first. Yeah. Hey, if, Ricky Bobby, if you're not first, you're last. Yeah, yeah. So like, and that's the thing, I'll post it and then I'll be like, you know, two or three of, you know, other pages that I follow will have posted it straight after me. And I'm like, you know, hopefully the, the idea is, you know, we're obviously competing in the same area. Yeah. You've got to try and beat them. You've got to try and be funny as well. You've got to try and get some funny caption with it. Um, so, you know, it is, it's challenging, but it's also, it's fun and engaging at the same time. It's like, you know, if I'm sitting there at home, if I wasn't running the page, watching the footy, what would I want to see and what would I want to engage with? Yeah. That's what I'm throwing out there. So yeah, fuck, hundred percent, mate. And that's what um, 
Well, I've sent, I've said, I know personally, I've sent you some myself because I, I think they'd be really funny, but I just haven't got the graphics to do it myself. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah, I yeah. sent you that Christian Welsh one. Remember when he put up with the, um, the photos with Ado Car and stuff? Yeah, like, yeah. I, it was like, like, it's just trying to find the right angle, you know? Yeah, and, and, he, sometimes and he inboxed it's... me. He inboxed me straight away. Did he? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was loving it. Like, I just put like a shitty little. Well, not taking anything away from like a guy in a bodybuilding contest, you know, next yeah, to all yep. these ripped guys. And he was like, Oh, yep. fuck, you've done me there, mate. Like, brilliant. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, that's the thing. That's what you want to try and do, you know. Um, is that you know, ultimately you want them to laugh at it at the same time where yeah. you don't want them to take it the wrong way. And, and, yeah. And, um, well, mate, it's, he, it's trying he, to find that right, right line. But yeah. He's in that good nick, mate. He couldn't uh, take offense to that. Like, he's no, in way, no, he's in way better shape than most people. But I just—it was the only angle I could get at him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was. A, it was a funny photo, and he, even he came out like, I think he posted like a little bit after. It was, you know, I'm, I'm getting body shamed here, but these guys are, you know, wingers. You know, not doing the hard yards and all this sort of stuff. So it was quite yeah. funny what he put. Exactly, mate. Exactly. Um, I guess going back to to your podcast, mate. Um. And the page, um, this, I guess you can't you can't plan too far ahead. But um, if you could take it somewhere in the next year, where would you like to take it? Just continual growth, or is there any anything you want to add to it? It's like it's only you know as much as what one man can do. You know, um, like I said, I don't have a, a team behind me. I don't have a bunch of creators wanting to to edit and things like that. So it's like you know, do I want to? Um, commit to to doing something major and and then give up after you know six seven weeks or something because it's just yeah. taking up too much time like i do i you know contract out so i have another job i have to yeah yeah, know, yeah exactly do those commitments first so it's like what can i do in my spare time so you know it will be expansion i suppose um looking at different creators different um you know youtubers personalities um if you want a bit of a platform then you can jump on and and run it it's hard like asking people to do stuff for free too because we don't generate income from it i'd love to i'd love to um you know we're currently doing a um just so everyone knows like i, I don't earn income from the page um some of the novelty t-shirts and stuff does provide a little bit of money but it's not you know holy shit i can retire <laughs> um, and and you know for example we're doing a domino's promo at the moment where it's rating the best pizza. So we're doing a voting thing, a bracket contest to tie in with the finals and work out which is the best pizza to eat while watching the football. Now, people might look at that and go, oh, you're getting sponsored by Domino's. I'm not. I contacted them and they offered up 100 free pizzas and that's it. I'm not, um, you know, not getting any money from it. So it's just I'll, to give I'll back to the fans. I'll send you my address in a bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, <laughs> 50 for you and 50 for me. It'll be uh, a good good night at um, grand final night. But um. Yeah, so it's it's hard. Like when people might see it and think, "Oh, I'm making a heap of money." Well, I'm not, you know. Um, but I'd you know, love for people to come in and contribute some sort of form of content if they want to jump on and do a video. Um, it's finding those right people that I do want to do it for the passion of it as well. Yeah, just like yeah. me. Like, um, you know, you're not going to get paid straight away, but you know, you might build something where we're going to bring some sponsors in, and they may you know, it may mean twelve months of you know digging in hard work and and building something. Yeah. to then get paid you know but yeah and, and i think that when i look at some people's social medias these days the ones that are doing it well you know they're giving content giving content giving content they're not asking but then you'll see somebody set up a page for two days 
And then uh, you got a one, sponsor. Well, yeah, and they're hitting up for for money, and then by day seven, it's gone. And I think, fuck, well, yeah, it's definitely a long haul game, mate. But um, mate, yeah. I, I did this. I did I did the page for two years before I got offered a, a job doing content, so not not getting paid to do paid. the page. Yeah, was, to do for that. It was it was, but it was the commitment shown and the quality of content I was doing that got me yeah. a job now doing content which enables me to run the page for free at home, you know, um, Monday to Monday to Sunday. So, you know, people have just got to realize, you know, if, if you do want to do it, like I, I was doing it while ha- having a full-time job as a, as a bank manager, which is a, you know, a high uh, stressful job while also having a young child under two at the time, um, you know, supporting the wife, supporting a kid, having a job, running a page, yeah. doing it all for free just for the passion of it. So, you know, make some sacrifices, you can do it. And then, um, you know, eventually you, you get to a position where you're, you know, you're making an income from it. Yeah, perfect. Well, I know I bought um, Photoshop and um, a few other uh, programs the other week. So I, I, I understand how hard it is to learn as well. So um, I definitely appreciate it a bit more now when I see all that content out there. Yeah. Um, and I guess, obviously, we uh, we talked 50 pizzas each here, um, which I'll hit you up on. But um, 60, what, what, We'll go 60-40. Yeah, I'll, I'll say 60, yeah. Uh, don't give them to me, mate. You know what I'm like. I'll be, sell, I'll be selling the pizzas. <laughs> we have the front of Domino's selling $5 pizzas for, for $4. Yeah, I'm monetizing, monetizing Josh, they call me. Um, <laughs> nah. what, what, are you, what are you looking forward to finals? What's your uh, prediction for the weekend? Yeah, look, um, I think uh, Panthers losing that first week to the to the Rabbitohs is really throwing a spanner in the works with them now coming up against um, Melbourne in the prelims. So that's going to be, I, I you know, I watched that Parramatta Penrith game on the weekend as one of the games of the year, and I think probably going to see the same with Penrith and and Melbourne. I think could be have the potential to be one of the games of the year, and mm. I think I think Melbourne will probably get over the top of them. They've just been too strong all year. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it, you're gonna have to like Panthers held out Parramatta to who just kept on coming at their line all night. Well, they can't give the storm that that same those same opportunities, They'll, they will take them. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think Melbourne will probably get over Penrith as much as I'd love to see Penrith get in. I love Penrith in the early 90s, um, the grand finals. My sister was a, was a Panthers fan, and um. You know, I've spoken to a few ex-Panthers and stuff like that through my travels in through the page, and um, yeah, I, I know what to do for the area. So, uh, you know, I'd, as much as I'd love to see Panthers win, I don't think they will. I think Melbourne will get up in the in the prelim, and then on the other side, another cracker. I think there's going to be some points in it. Um, like look, it's going to be a fast I've, game. Yeah, I think um, Manly Rabbits. I reckon it's going to be flat. <laughs> it's going to be one of yeah, the man, Manly. I sort of pick Manly to. I think if you know they don't win it this year, they'll win it next year. I think they're they're on in that period where they can win a win a comp. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think maybe South will get over. South will get over them. Um, sort of pick pick South to go all the way, um, make it to the grand final against Melbourne. Um, but then they lost to Latrell, and I was thinking, oh, I don't know if they can go through the finals without them. the huge upset against the Panthers in that first round. So. You know, I think they can still do it. I think they'll get there, but I think uh, Melbourne versus South in the grand final. I think Melbourne, Melbourne get the win and go back to back. Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna agree with you there, mate. That's exactly the, the same as I did. But um, yeah, mate, don't, I think um, 
I think that's going to be a really good listen. Um, really appreciate your time. I think, um, yeah, the, the journey um, of a content creator, I guess, and, and, and how, how to build it from scratch. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I think you were one of the, the first to do it, I guess. And, and now there's so many people, you know, you're trying to get on the same page. So I think, um, I, like I said at the beginning, if we can uh, inspire one or two people by sharing your, your journey, I think um, I've got the outcome I was looking for from this podcast. So I really do appreciate that, mate. No, no, thanks. Thanks again, Josh. Really appreciate your time. It's been a great chat. Like I said, you know, if someone wants to talk about my journey in, in social media, I'd, I'd give up, you know, as much time as possible to, to, to talk about it compared to talking about footy and stuff like that. But um, yeah, look, you know, there's been pages that were bigger than me when I first started, but doesn't stop you from starting it. So I was just lucky enough to transition over to Instagram at that big boom, you know, uh, where people would, would take him sort of brands over to Instagram. And, and I think, um, when I first started, I was curating content for Facebook. Uh, now I'm curating content for Instagram first, and then it's just going to Facebook as Facebook well. So, seconds. yeah, um, and that's where it's really the name sort of got out there. So, you know, if any, if hopefully, you know, you know, if I inspire one person to to come out and um, you know start creating anything, it doesn't have to be footy; it can be whatever your passion is. Then um, my my job's done. Um, but yeah, no, again, mate, appreciate you uh, having me on, and, and thanks very much. Uh, awesome and if there is anybody listening uh, like uh, like Dean said earlier and you, and you want to kind of get your content out there um, and you're not looking for a quick fix um, yeah hit, hit his page up and uh, yeah and go from there yep yeah just hit me up I'm on all socials at the NRL Roast yeah. um, just send me a message and um, I'm happy to promote anyone's work and get it out there and also uh, tune into his podcast does it drop weekly or yeah we're trying to um, you know the, you know, obviously it's a little bit challenging at the beginning getting people uh, interested to to have a chat, but we've got some we've got some good guests lined up, especially around cricket and stuff like that with the cricket season coming around. And uh, once once the rugby championship sort of finishes, probably hit you up and and see um see if you can put me in contact with some rugby players and and some other content creators, and maybe even have like a like a roundtable discussion with a few of us and, yeah. and talk about um, some different sports and things like that. Yeah, that'd be unreal. No, awesome, yeah. mate. Happy days. But yeah, that's at uh, the roasted uh, at, at roasted pod. Um, you'll find that on uh, Instagram yeah, uh, at the moment. And I'll check it. Um, I'll check it in uh, the description of a podcast I put up as well. Yeah, mixing it up with a, um, talking to some creators and um, and athletes as well. So had athletes so far. We've had Matthew Denny, the Olympian, and uh, the goat Jeremy Lattimore, um, and a few creators on there. So jump on, have us give us a listen, give us a rating, and be much appreciated. Yeah, it's, it's a good listen. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it.